You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. This is Amy Poehler. My new movie, Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2, is coming to theaters June 14th, and it's making me feel joy and sadness and anger. Definitely some disgust. Rose! And I think a little fear. But I'm also feeling these new emotions like anxiety, embarrassment, envy, and ennui. It's what you call the boredom. Okay, that one was weird. It's going to be the feel-everything movie of the summer. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters June 14th. Get tickets now. Welcome to Diablo's Digest, episode number two. I'm your host, Jay Reason, and today I am joined by my friend, Nick Burns from Hard Target. (laughs) Nick is filling in for Yvonne, uh, who you guys heard on the last episode. So Nick, what's up? Say what's up to everybody. Yo, what's going on, guys? Awesome, man. I'm uh, excited that you will be helping me on today's episode. So uh, yeah, before we jump into uh, the context of everything, man, I want to give a huge shout out uh, to our sponsor, DannyDiabloMerch.com and Force 5 Records. Uh, as you know, Diablo's Digest is a spinoff of our main show, The Diablo's Den. Uh, this is a supplemental podcast that makes up for the episodes in between. Um, we got a lot of good feedback on the first episode, so I want to thank Zach from Pain of Truth for doing that. Uh, yeah, we'll, we have uh, working on some other cool ideas for shows. Uh, this one's going to be one of them. Uh, this is something I could see us doing kind of often because they're kind of cool and quick. Um, so yeah, my friend Nick, who you guys will all recognize from an awesome band called Hard Target. So yo, Nick, how are you, man? Thank you again for filling in, man. What's going on? Yo, I'm I'm great, man. Just chilling. Uh, thanks for having me. Yeah, of course, man. So for those of our listeners who don't know you, uh, tell us a little bit about your band. Uh, I know you guys just recently put something out on Crime Wave. So tell us a little bit about where you guys are from, the name of the band, uh, you know, the basic info for the listeners. Yeah, we're, we're just like a, you know, pretty much a hardcore band from the uh, Central Mass area, like Worcester area. Uh, yeah, we just dropped like a single recently with Matt from Barrier Dead on it. Um, yeah, let's not spoil that too much. Back. Let's not spoil that one too much because that one's going to go into something that, that, that you and I are going to talk about a little bit on uh, in a few minutes. So sa- save that one because I want to talk about, <laughs> about that. Um, but you did just put out, it must be what, about four months ago at this point, five months ago, you guys put out a full, uh, was it a 12 inch LP on uh, crime wave? Was that a, yeah, it was yeah. an EP, right? Yeah. So, uh, so Rob from crime wave, uh, put out both of our old EPs as a single release. That's awesome. So man. when we, when we hit the studio, we typically like try to just do like a quick five, six songs and just keep new music coming. So that's awesome. And cool we're going to, get. we're going to talk about one of your, uh, one of your new tracks that was pretty surprising. I think that everybody wasn't expecting uh, so soon. So we're going to dive into that. So, uh, yo, Nick, so today's idea for uh, the show, I thought would be a lot of fun that one of the things we, we, me and Yvonne talked about the other week was the death threat shows that played. Um, and I thought it'd be a lot of fun to recap those. Uh, obviously, since Yvonne couldn't be here, I thought it'd be awesome to have you uh, join me on this and talk about it. 
Um, so we're going to get into that. But I do want to make a correction to something that uh, we plugged on the last episode. Um, the show, we, we were talking about the Thompson Square Park show. That show has been uh, updated to Saturday, April 29th. I think we gave another date, but it's still at the same location, Thompson Square Park. Uh, Nick, the lineup for this uh, park show is insane. I don't know if you've seen it, but it was uh, Madball, Murphy's Law, Crown of Thorns. So shout out again, Dandy Apple Merch, Lord Ezek, our brother. Vulture Raid, uh, and The Capturers. It's a benefit for Ray's Candy Store. Uh, this starts at 2 o'clock, and it's at Thompson Square Park. I, I, Nick, have you ever been out to one of those park shows before? Yeah, so actually, uh, I hit up that one like just after COVID, that one that they had thrown together. It was Mad Ball, Wisdom and Chains. Uh, I think Capturers played that as well. Yeah, so, so you know that those are, are a really good time. Oh, it was a blast. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, man. So I wanted to, uh, yeah, I just wanted to cover uh, and correct that date because I think that uh, when we first announced it and talked about it uh, two weeks ago, it was something else. So yeah, Saturday, April 29th, um, they are collecting money for Ray. So if you can give something, uh, please do that. So, yo, Nick, let's talk about fucking uh, the Death Threat shows, man, that just passed. Uh, pretty fucking awesome. Wouldn't you say I, I saw you there? Uh, you were there for night one. Um, right. Yeah. Yeah. What'd you think of the vibe? I mean, it was fucking, it, I, I would say packed, but I feel like that's just what doesn't even give people the, uh, the idea of how crowded that place was. I, I, I said, I had estimated that maybe there was another hundred people too, like just in the parking lot that didn't oh, come yeah. in. There was so many people there. I mean, it was, it was just like, it felt like old times, right? Like it, I kind of grew up in the Connecticut scene cause I, I kind of grew up in like Springfield area. So yep. Like I was always down in Connecticut, so it it was just it was like a a family reunion, you know what I mean? Like legitimately, it was just so many, so many people I haven't seen in so long, and just a a really actually like a really good vibe, right? Like I thought that show had I thought it was gonna be like a more tense vibe almost, you know <laughs> what I mean? With like the new kids and the the old ones, but I felt like it was actually just like a super super cool vibe you know what i mean like everyone was just like enjoying themselves yeah i mean and, uh, I, i'm gonna say uh i was very stressed that day only because uh everyone was looking for tickets and i think you know this because we, we talked a little bit about this in the parking lot which just made for such a stressful situation because obviously you know i want everybody to get in and i want to help everybody get in but at some point you know there is a limit and there was you know a finite amount of tickets and stuff so I would, I was really stressed going into it, but dude, once I got there and kind of everything was like in motion, you know, it was fine. But yeah, like leading up to it, man, I was just so stressed because everybody was like trying to get in and hey, get tickets. I, I know, I know exactly how you feel because that's how I felt about the Saturday show, which we'll get into after. So. Yeah, I, I can't wait to ask you about playing that. A, because... Playing a sold out show, you know what I mean? Like, and everybody that slept on getting tickets just wants to get tickets. Oh yeah. And, so, and then you like, magically have like every best friend that week. Like, I mean, dude, there was, <clears throat> I'm not going to embarrass the, the, uh, the Instagram account that did this. Uh, I'll tell you, Nick, uh, when I see you, if I didn't tell you this story after, but there was a, a, a very notable, we'll just say Instagram account that when Isaac and I launched this podcast, I had sent them a message being like, Hey, listen, I know that you, our supporter of what Danny does and, you know, X, Y, and Z. I was like, you know, it'd be cool if you uh, could like give us a push, you know, we were like a brand new podcast, man. And a lot of this shit is like word of mouth, you know, it's how you get listeners and, and all that stuff. And, and I, it went unread. 
you know, and I was kind of like, whatever, dude, fine. Fuck it. You know, this is a couple years ago, but I got a message from that account this, that week asking if we had tickets and I left it on, <laughs> on red. So I just, for once, uh, had a little, a little bit of a redeeming thing. Um, but yeah, so let's get into the shows, man. So, uh, the first show was on Friday. Uh, for those who aren't familiar, Nick breakdown, cause you're from out of state. So I feel like I, I, the way that I would explain the state house, it just always makes it sound awesome because it's my favorite venue. Um, as a dude like you who lives out of state, travels a bunch, goes to a bunch of venues. Um, what's your take on the state house? And, w- and when you saw that death threat, these shows were going to be there. So I, I'm like partial to the state house. I like, I like everything about it except for, you know, like, I mean, I'm a mosher dude. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the pillars are like kind of a, a downfall for someone like me, but it's still, still like enough room. You know what I mean? If you want to get gnarly, you can get gnarly. So yeah. And it just, you know what I like about it, man? It's just got, it's got like the perfect, oh, I guess other than the pillars, I'm, I, everybody knows I'm not a mosher, although I did stage dive or I guess merch I know, table I dive off uh, <laughs> stuff during demons and, and, and we'll get into that. But what I, what I like the most Nick about the state house is to me, and I don't know if anybody will, will, will remember this venue outside of people my age and, and, and up a little bit um, <clears throat> is that it reminds reminded me of the tune uh, in, in so many ways, man, the setup, the part, you know, that this has a parking lot situation. It's just like, you know, you can go around the corner and grab like a kind of a decent slice, but you could also walk to all the great pizza places. So I just, I love how central it is. I'm I'm really bummed that it's going to be gone um, soon. Uh, but yeah, so, so you agree. This is definitely like a cool place to come see this type of show. Like definitely when I saw it announced there and they had asked us if we would play. And I think I mentioned this last time I, I was like, fuck it. There's no way uh, I'm going to miss this, you know? Yeah, I, I said the same thing, right? Like, there's no no chance I was gonna miss Friday's show. Um, but yeah, like, and honestly, the sound, the stage, everything, everything else about the venue is sick. Like the little green room downstairs is oh, awesome. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there's places you can escape the the reentry. Like a lot of places don't let you reentry anymore. So it's like, just having that freedom is nice. Yeah, t- totally, man. I agree. So well, let's dive into the to the line of this of this, and we're gonna just kind of go through through the bands and I, I just want to hear your take. Um, so the, the first band that opened up the night was C4. Um, so I got to catch like the first half of their set. Um, I was getting kind of, I had to go help and do a bunch of stuff. I thought they were fucking really good. Um, I, I really liked their album. We sold a bunch of copies at the store. So I was really looking forward to them. I, I, I don't think I'd gotten to see them. Nick, have you seen C4 before? I'm imagining you have and probably have played shows with them and stuff. Uh, we, we've never played with them, but I've definitely seen them a few times before this and, uh, out in Boston. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I love the band, man. It's, they're just like a very fun, uh, hardcore band. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just easy, you know, easy, punky, hardcore, very stompy. You know what I mean? Just fun. Yeah, totally. I I thought they were a really good fit for this first night too. You know, it kind of like. Because they are a newer band, but I could see how they like would appeal to people who were around like of my age, if that makes any sense, you know. Yeah, it's more more like a old school vibe to them. Yeah, like that dirty dirty punk hardcore, you know, however you want to describe it, right? So yeah, it's definitely uh, very very fitting for like it was like half and half, right? So it's very fitting, you know. Yeah, totally, man. No, I I I really thought they were they were good, and like I said, man, I was looking forward to 
um, to seeing them only because, you know, we had sold so many of the, the album. I think, uh, I mean, I hope I get the name right. Was it Chaos Streaks is the name of their record? Um, I, I believe that's the name of their album. If I'm wrong, I will, will edit it, but uh, I'm pretty sure that's the name of it. Uh, and I, and we sold just a ton of copies, man. So I was really excited to see them. So, so shout out to, to, to them for, do you know where they're from, Nick? I don't want to say the wrong thing. Did you say they're from Boston? Yeah, they're a Boston band for sure. Awesome. So, so respect to that. Uh, yo, so next was everyone's favorite Connecticut, uh, guy, uh, Yvonne Murillo's band <laughs> dead wrong. Um, so yeah, like this, uh, their label mates with you guys with, with uh, on crime wave. Uh, so shout out again to Rob. Uh, I saw that they got the vinyl in time for this, which was really exciting. Um, because, and I'm sure you know this too, Nick, cause I'm sure Rob was telling you like, he didn't know if it was going to show up. Yeah. And, yeah. It was like a crazy tight turnaround. Yeah. But right, Hey man, much, much to his credit, as always, he, he got it done and the, the records were there. I still have not gotten my fucking copy, but I'm, <laughs> I'm guessing that someone has saved uh-huh. me one uh, since I originally Hopefully. put it out. Um, kind of same thing, man. I was, uh, I only got to catch, I would say about half the band. So why don't you kick it off first, Nick? And then I'll, I'll, I'll talk a little bit about what I saw. I mean, I, I felt like the whole band was on point. You know, what I mean, yeah. like you, sometimes, sometimes you get into those reunions and you're like, oh, I don't know how this is gonna go. You know, what I mean, like, did they practice enough, <laughs> or did they? You know, what I mean, have they been actually putting effort into this, or is well, it just I, gonna I, be? You know, so I know a little, you know, behind the curtain stuff. I mean, Yvonne was 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 ready. You know what I mean? We we talked a oh, lot yeah. about this. He was he was fucking training, man. He was having his uh his rocky <laughs> moment, uh, for sure um i thought they sounded really good dude like you said it's like you don't really know um and i'm not just saying this because they're my friends and i you know i know how that sounds i i'm anybody who knows me and and my relationship with yvonne like we are very honest with each other so if something was super shot i would tell them um i thought they brought it you know what i mean i think at that show dude you're playing with fucking hundred demons and death right it's like you gotta sound good you know what i mean like even even if you're like you know, not a, like a pro core sounding band or whatever. It's like, dude, those, those bands just have something and you got to bring it. Um, what did you think of the crowd? Cause I kind of missed that. How was the reaction for them? I, 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 I like I said, I, I only got to catch a couple things. Um, cause we were about to play and I was getting pulled in every direction. How was the crowd for them? It was, it was good. Like I felt like everyone was actually like paying attention. Right. And then you had like the handful of uh diehard, fans that were like singing every word you know what i mean yeah so, like, i felt like it was like they had a really good uh like reaction for that you know what i mean mm-hmm. it, it's also tough to judge because right like it's 100 demons and death threat maybe if dead wrong did a show by themselves maybe more people would come out because it was like i don't know how to explain it it's like it was um, definitely i can say this and I, I was gonna say it when we get to the to the next band quote unquote uh it was definitely like you could tell that people Everyone was there for those bands, you know. What well, I mean? or like, dude, or they were just saving the energy too for yeah, Hundred Demons yeah. and Death. Like you could feel it in the room. Like, I, I like okay. So, so I don't want to get too far ahead on Saturday because 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 you weren't there on Saturday. You were doing your thing, which we're gonna get into. But to to tell you just because you and I were both there Friday, the energy in the room Saturday was like completely different. Like you could just you definitely could feel it. It was still crowded as fuck. Like, but. Yo, just the vibe. I, I can't explain it other than the energy was just a different vibe. Whereas like 
I'm not saying Friday felt like violent or anything weird like that, but there was definitely something in the air, the magic I was calling it. Like you just felt like some, something, somebody's going to pop off on this, you know? Uh, thankfully it <laughs> I, didn't. Everything stayed uh, relatively calm. I feel like it's just that the, like the, the energy, the hundred demons brings to every show they play. I feel like it's just like you go into a hundred demons show, no matter your age or how many times you've seen them, you're going to that show and you're just expecting absolute chaos, right. you know, when they play. So like, I feel like everyone was just like behaving themselves and waiting for the chaos to right. like explode. You know what I mean? Like just for that explosion. So yeah, I mean, I agree. I, I would, def I would agree with that statement. Like it definitely felt like, um, yeah, people were waiting. Like, yeah, that, that, what you just said is definitely like a perfect example. It's like, you know, just waiting for it to pop off, um, which, which, yeah, it was, it was great. Um, I thought too, the, the, the parts I did catch of dead wrong, uh, like you said, man, it was cool. I think there was definitely like some diehard, uh, Connecticut friends of ours who were waiting for sure for them, you know what I mean? And you could yeah, just tell yeah. like, you know, I think Yvonne, I don't want to say the wrong thing. I think he had said they had played in like maybe seven or eight years. Um, so it was yeah, cool. his, his energy was awesome, man. He, oh yeah. He, put he on was a great. He was training, bro. You yeah. could tell. <laughs> I know it was great. And Je when he took his shirt off, you know, <laughs> yeah. icing on the cake. Yeah. Jen, Je you know, Jenna had him, had him training for sure. Cause she, yeah. she had him playing extra, extra, uh, basketball. Um, for the other, sure. <laughs> the other cool thing I thought with dead wrong, uh, was like to getting to see some of those other guys. So, you know, I got to put out that record back in the day. So I always saw them. And then as we've grown up, you know, like I don't see Brett as much. Um, I don't see Jack or Sean or Dan. Um, so it was really cool in that sense to see them back on stage and just kind of have like a moment of like, yo, holy fuck. We used to do this every day kind of thing or like every weekend. And now it's like, Oh, once a fucking, you know, eight years or nine years. Um, yeah. So I thought that they were really good. Um, so yeah, shout out to them. I think, uh, Yvonne said that they're going to do, you know, a couple more things to try to help move some vinyl. So that would be good. So yeah, keep up with them on, on Instagram and, and, and Yvonne will be back on the, uh, the next episode. So I'll be sure to, to, you know, ask him about his set and see what he thought. So, uh, next band, Nick, uh, everybody's favorite too, the distance Connecticut hardcore uh, yeah, <laughs> led, dude, led, led by yours truly. Uh, yeah, I mean, you can't go wrong with the distance. So, <laughs> I, so I obviously, I'm not going to comment on saying anything about like, oh, whatever about us. I'll just say I thought that we played really well. Um, coming off uh, that Crown of Thorns show a couple of months back, uh, I was so excited to play this too, man. Like, like I said, man, leading up to it, I was just excited, kind of nervous, anxious. Um, it was just like, you know, I said this to to the Dead Wrong guys. Uh, it was like a really tough crowd. Uh, I think a lot yeah, of that yeah. had to do that. It was just like, it was so crowded in there. Um, and yo, like, so I'm, I'm going to tell you the story that I was saying to Pitts. Shout out Pitts who threw the show with Seven Circle. Um, when you're on that stage, it and the way that that club kind of light, the light fills that club, it tends to look like it's empty even when it's packed. Right. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been there. Yeah. So like, yeah, <laughs> yeah like it just looked like kind of like, I don't know, man, we were about to play and I just see, you know, the inevitable kind of just circle forming and there's just like the light right there. And I'm like, I'm like, fuck, it looks kind of like weird in here, you know? So, and you heard me kind of say like, yo, move up or whatever. 
Um, and then I thought, you know, it was, it was great, but from my perspective, dude, it looked like it was just like a little, like, um, I don't know how to explain it, but basically it looked like everybody was kind of pushed towards the back. Right. And I kept telling people to move in. And then Pitts came up to me after and was just like, he was like, dude, he's like, you're telling people to move in. He was like, there was nowhere to go. He was like, everybody was jammed up. So it was just funny. So I'll just say from my experience at the stage, uh, was like deceivingly, uh, made it look like everybody was a little further back than it was. Um, but yeah, I thought we played really well. Um, and I thought I had a really good time. Uh, I think we'll do it again in the winter. Give some time. Um, yeah. And that's all I'll say for that right now. But, uh, I don't know. What did you think, Nick, as a, as a, I don't want to put you on the spot, but as someone who watched, uh, the distance play, what'd you think? Would agree with that? We I thought we played super solid. Yeah. I mean, you guys killed it. You guys sounded great. Oh, thanks, Even man. like, uh, even that first show back at Crown of Thorns, you guys sounded like super good. Oh, thanks, I mean, you man. guys are seasoned musicians, right? So like, you guys put some effort in, and like, you know what I mean? You're, yeah. You're, like I, mean, I said, it's like that re- that comeback show. You never know how it's gonna be. You know, it's like. Well, yeah, and, when you and know, I thought it, you guys sounded great. It, oh, thanks, man. I, I appreciate that, and I and I, I totally I I feel you, man. Like I remember, uh, you know, thinking about the Crown of Thorns shows, and like, man, those first couple rehearsals were super rough, only because. You know, dude, like in fucking 2006 and seven up to 2008, when I was doing a band full time, that's all I ever did. I didn't do anything else. So now it's like all I do is kind of like, you know, like work on label shit and work at the shop and do do my own thing. So it was almost took a second to like get back into it, you know, and then a lot of times too. And you know this, man, because you're a front man. It's like getting out of your head sometimes when you're up there, especially like, you know, do I imagine for you even it's like, don't play a show for a couple weeks. It's like just being in your head of like, fuck, what is, how do I do this again? You know? And for me, it was like that, you know, and I always, (laughs) yeah. And I said, I said to Chino, I was just like, I'm like, dude, I'm like, can you imagine that this was like all we fucking did? Like, you know, the year the record came out, we did like crazy amount of shows, like a hundred something shows dude that year, you know? And it was just like, that's gnarly. Yeah, it was just gnarly, dude, because <laughs> we were really going for it. You know what I mean? And it's just yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And then you think about it now, and it's like, oh yeah, we'll play like once a year. But I, I'm gonna say this, man. I'm, I'm glad to have the outlet. So I, I want to. I said this the last time, but I'm super thankful again to Death Threat, you know, for having us on and and doing it because I I would have felt like shit if we would have not not been able to do it and then seeing that flyer, you know, without us on it. So, um, yeah. Uh, end of one was next. I thought they were fucking great, man. This was the first time I've seen them since they've been a band again. Um, shout out to Ben Grippo, bass player. I love Kinet- Grippo, yeah, dude. Connecticut hardcore <laughs> institution. All day. Um, I thought they were great. What did you think of them, Nick? And, and explain them to to one to some of our listeners who might not be familiar with their sound. Ah, uh, dude, I thought they were great. They, again, it's you know, they're. You know, like one of those bands that I never saw when they were an actual band. It was like just before my time. Right. right? And now that they're back, I mean, they got that cool, like, kind of like metal. It's like a death metal. Yeah, metal. Yeah, yeah. It's just just heavy, dude. It's just heavy. It was good. It was great. And they got. They um, sounded super good, you know? So it's another one, you know? Yeah, and they got. They have uh, Ricky who plays in Vomit Forth, who's also in the band. Um, yeah, I thought they were good. And same thing with them. Like the same thing I said, like, uh, you know, about C4 and Dead Wrong and and even us. It's like everybody was having like these little pockets of bursts. But you could tell yeah. that everybody was waiting for the fucking the next band we're going to talk about. 
because like when that when like when when they came on it was like fucking forget about it man yeah including uh, myself i'm yeah. not gonna lie not no gonna... i mean dude bro you saw me fucking i'm i haven't done that in a long time Let, let's talk hundred demons dude uh i gotta say nick i thought to me uh very much neck and neck with death threat for like it being their show you know what i mean like uh demons was fucking insane i i can i this so this this is my theory on that i i really honestly not to take anything away from death that because they are literally my favorite band no i know that uh not to take anything away from them but i i felt like maybe demons i know it was their show but demons should maybe have headlined that show because nobody knows when they're gonna see demons again like yeah, they're planning on maybe doing a, a last show, but we also repeat that night going. I don't even want to be here. You know what I mean? Right. So it's like, do you know? Is it gonna happen? Maybe there's a, probably a good chance, but at the same time, you know, you just never know. And I think uh, that's like a big selling factor for people like me, like where Hundred Demons are also in my top bands for sure. Um, I'm like gonna go all out when i see demons because i don't know if i'm gonna get a chance to see them again where death threats kind of become a little more active again you know like they're playing more shows and stuff yeah totally i, I oh. felt that i yeah i agree with, i agree agree with what you're saying too and and uh you know like you you know who knows how many shows um De- demons is gonna do left i always hate giving a number because pete hasn't really officially pete and band haven't said anything you know so i don't i know there's been some posts and yvonne has said a couple things here and there but uh, until I hear it from Pete, I, I kind of don't like to uh, speculate, you know, but he, I agree. He, he, I think he briefly mentioned it at that show. Oh, that did he? Were, okay. Yeah, it was like I that was... they were planning on doing like one last big show. OK, but, you know. Yeah, because there was knows, just so right? much going on, man. I was like a lot to take in, you know, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> that place when it was like when for anybody who's been at the state house and maybe you were at like a mind force show or something that's crowded. This was like. I mean, Nick, what would you say? Probably like another hundred to a hundred or something oversold, like easy. It was, it was oh, fucking... oh, for sure. I mean, uh, with guest lists and people, you know, like important people getting in and all that kind of stuff, there was a lot of people there. There, if you've been to a sold out show, like if you, you know, like went to the show last night, you know, like the tsunami show or yep, whatever. Yeah, which we're gonna that talk was about. also sold out. You know what I mean? But and it's, it you still had like, room though. You know, yeah. Yeah, it, was... it didn't feel like it was nearly as packed as it was at Hundred Demons, right? So it's like. 100 demons death threat show so yeah no i i i i agree man um so yeah 100 demons to me the set list i thought was fucking great they sounded perfect they sounded fucking great man they played with uh full stacks it sounded was... so it's it sounded just so gnarly and heavy and, and just like it sounded like the, the it's probably the best i've heard them sound in a while i but, I, I would agree no. um like i said man it it, it I haven't probably, and no joke, dude, I, I don't think I've done any kind of stage dive or moshing or anything in, in a good probably <laughs> 15 years or so. Uh, but dude, I just fucking couldn't help it. I felt like a young, you know, I felt like that young kid again. Oh, and I, I know, uh, it's been happening to me too much lately. Yeah, <laughs> I fucking, uh, you know, I dove and I, I crushed Yvonne and it was great because it was just like, it just reminded me of, of just having a good time. I, like I said, I thought the set list was great. Um, yeah, everything about it was great. Let's... The energy was there, you know what I mean? The crowd was there, everybody, you know, people were just, 
loving it, dude. Yeah, and that's and like dude, when no, that room exploded. So and luckily, like you said, man, no fights. Like it was pretty. Like I, yeah. not not even like there was just no, not even really any situations, um, which was cool. You know, you you almost expect that with this kind of lineup, you know. But it was it was really good. Um, yeah. Let's get into the death threat one. I, this was a lot of fun for me, Nick, because uh, it was the original lineup yeah yeah um and though you know like again i the original lineup guys i got to work on that record with those guys um helped uh connect the dots with triple crown and death threat uh when voice reason was on there and got you know put fred in touch with those guys so i i have a huge history with you know particularly that lineup also with the new lineup with wes and teo but like there's a lot of memories with that kind of record the last days record and and just kind of all the shit that jasa did with it and, and had going on with it um so it was awesome to see you know larry and jamie uh you know just in all those guys up there uh and i saw that they just announced a, sh- a european show for that uh yeah yeah Re- yeah well that's gonna be cool i forget the name of the fest revolution fest maybe what it's called. Re- i think it was rev fest or something rev I think fest. Close. yeah I'll, yeah something like that yeah i'll we'll put the we'll put a, a picture up of it but um so I saw they were doing that. What did you think of Death Threat, man? I thought, uh, you know, I keep I hate using the word great over and over, but yeah, I mean, this whole night was just so awesome. Uh, again, setlist was 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 fucking perfect. Um, the energy, you, the I, energy was great. Anytime we get fucking Jamie behind the drums, mucking, mucking, huckered, I can't, <laughs> I can never say his last name, but anytime he gets behind the drums, I'm all for it, dude. He's like one of my favorite drummers of all time, so. Oh yeah, I actually so I got to talk to Jamie. Uh, that's the first time I seen him, uh, probably since they did the studio. Were you were at the time? Were you at the shows they did at the space when they did the the first time they did the 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 OG lineup? Yeah, like what was it like a fifteen year one? I saw they played they played a like in Chickabee. They played in like Western Mass. They played one with the OG lineup that I was at for sure. Okay, yeah, so. And, so I hadn't seen Jamie like since then, but we, we've stayed in touch on social medias. It was great to see him. And dude, like, like you had originally said, there were so many friends who came out. So like, shout out to Ian from blood for blood who drove down. Uh, yeah. You know, like there was just so many people and then like getting to see like, you know, a dude like Jamie see Ian for the first time in a long time. And just a lot of like, dude, the friendship vibe was so sick. Like, mm-hmm. um, you know, man, I, I always say to my, uh, to my my fiance Vivian, it's like that that feeling of Friday, bro, is like what I chase all the time, and and I'm sure you could relate to that. It's like just fuck, man. You know that that everyone around me is awesome. This is awesome. Shit yeah, ain't just that, that serious, you know? Like like legit, just like you know the younger vibe, like feeling like your younger self it, it, again. It, you know what I mean? Like no cares. No responsibilities, you know, they're there, but like, you just, in that moment, you just can be like, you know, remember how, like, you just could care less about a lot of things back yeah. then. So it's like, it, that's, that's what hardcore shows always do for me is I always feel like kind of put you back in a place. So you feel like yourself again, you know what I mean? Like where you're just kind of acting the rest of your days. So, yeah, no, I agree, man. That That's a great sentiment, man. So yeah. Friday was a success. It was really awesome. I, I think again everybody who came out to that. So Nick, let's uh let's let's go to the next day. So so you actually were pretty busy the next day, man. Let's talk about your show. Uh you were playing a little uh celebrating 20 years of something else 
at the Palladium. Yeah. Where where were you the next day on Saturday that you couldn't be in Connecticut? Uh so we got asked to play um the Barrier Dead twenty year and then they did this whole thing where they had like all three singers there and, That's and they awesome. did this whole like it was cool. It was all it was super sold out. Like when I say that, like Yeah, it was Barrier like Death Threat Part some, Two. Yeah, like I mean upstairs palladium's five hundred cap, right? And there was probably like close to seven hundred people in Holy that room. Shit. With like uh just like staff and bands and then Barry Dead had something like a seventy five person guest list. Holy shit. And <laughs> and I got a bunch of people in and you know what I mean? Like yeah. it was just like it was crazy. It was it was honestly, it was a blast in it was like like a kind of it reminded me a lot of, of just like the again like it felt like an old time there were so many old friends there that i hadn't seen in forever and oh i can dude like, i can only imagine because that's pretty much is that would, was that like would you say that was barrier dead's like hometown for lack of a better oh, for sure for like sure, yeah. palladium palladium i would say is probably like their venue you know what yeah, i mean like if, I agree. They, if you had like a home turf venue probably mm-hmm. the palladium you know what i mean yeah i mean dude i um, remember watching barrier dead super early on like my boy rich casey used to play bass for them in like their first yeah 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 uh incarnations you know so uh and then brendan was uh playing with them too uh i mean dude i just remember that band becoming huge it was fucking wild to watch um i think slim gave me their demo like outside of the palladium like at a metal fest like and they're like yo check this band out it's it's kind of a joke but like this de- demo came out pretty good. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And it's like it, it. they, the lineup, uh, let, let's go over the lineup. Cause I, I want to talk about the, all the bands and, um, you guys actually did something pretty cool for this show too. You, you released a new song right before this, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like a couple days before the show, um, Matt, Matt had, uh, I was Matt, actually Matt, so talking tell everybody Matt. who Matt is for those who aren't for, just, just so the listeners so, who don't know. Matt Bruce is pretty much the second singer of barrier dead like he pretty much he's like the, the most band. known yeah he's yeah yeah for sure he's on pretty much all of the the bigger albums quote unquote mm-hmm. you know um and i was just talking to him about recording and we were looking for somebody to do guest spots and and i was just like you know what dude you i have a perfect place that i would love if you could do a spot and he ended up you know doing a spot on our record that's awesome um and we popped that out a couple of days before. So did you, were you guys already, were you on the show before you recorded the song or did that, that come the, together like after? He, he asked us to play that night when he came into the studio. Oh, so, sick. Oh, so he heard the track like and was big, like. It was like a big surprise. You know what I mean? We were all like, yeah, well, like even like, if we course. had something else going on, I knew the death threat show was that day and that was, it wasn't even announced yet, but I, um, Obviously, I'm really good friends with Wisdom and War. Yeah, which so we're like, going to talk about they, them. Uh, Chanel was Chanel does a track with us too on our new record, so she was there, and you know, what I mean, so it was just like a whole thing, you know. That's crazy. Yeah, I mean, like I said, uh, when I saw the videos you posted from that, I, I mean, I knew that shit was going to be packed, but again, watching it, it was crazy. Let, let's go over the lineup. I'm not familiar with the first two bands, Hell Horse and Blood. Uh, Blood Tithe, yeah. Blood Tithe, yeah. I didn't want to say it wrong. Uh, tell us a little bit about the, about those bands. Uh, so Hellhorse, I I know it has a a few members. I don't know if you remember that band in Remembrance. They're from like it sounds the familiar. shore. They're from like you know, like out by Boston, like from the shore, South Shore, I think. 
Uh, and they're just like a, a good like metal, that met heavy heavier hardcore metal mix. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. very good solid band. Uh, graciously allowed us to use their drum shelves and stuff like that. <laughs> awesome. awesome blood tights. So always you know thank for for that. You know make things go smoothly. Um, yeah, they were great. They sounded awesome. You know what I mean? Definitely uh, up and coming. I don't know how long they've been a band. This is uh, I've heard of them slightly before this. And I know they're good friends with a lot of our friends, so awesome. It was cool to play with them and meet them. We'll definitely probably do some stuff together in the future. So awesome. And then Blood Tight, Blood Tight, my boys, dude. I love Blood Tight. Oh, what do they're, they sound like with a name like that? They're, what, what, they're like a, a death metal band, like straight up. They're just like, uh, honestly, like one of my favorite, like quote unquote newer bands. They're not really that new, but like, I fucking love them so much, dude. That's awesome. And then and then you guys played next. How was your how was your set? Tell me about that. How, a, I know you were excited because we were talking about it before that, but uh, how how was your set, man? How did the reaction go? How did you feel about it? Well, I was so nervous. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. I've, I've played a lot of crazy shows like in the past, but yep. like not since not since like forming this band, really. Uh, but it, I mean, it was great. It was probably the best set that the that we've ever had as a band, I would say like, uh, energy wise and, and people singing along. And it was, if it, it felt like we were an established band, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's <laughs> like, cool. Yeah. Well, and you, you know, it's like, cool so to it's see you guys nice. like nice in the middle of that mix. You're not like opening the show or anything either, you know? So you're like a little, right. You're right in the middle of that. Um, after that was, uh, what is that? Edict? Edict. Yeah. Yeah. So that's Joe Kruko, the original singer of Barrier Dead's new band. Um, and it has like, as George from Drop Dead. Oh, sick. Um, it has a it has a bunch of older dudes from like Rhode Island in that that general area. Um, all from like other bands that you just be like, holy crap! Like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, uh, and their drummer's like the only young kid in the band. You what's know, it like, sound, what's <laughs> it sound like? Uh, it's just like like mosh metal, like heavy, heavy. You know, nice. like very. Very much like along the lines of Barrier Dead, just a little bit, I would say, a little bit more metal. Okay. You know what I mean? Uh, on the more metal side of a Barrier Dead style band. So awesome. And it's, then they're, they're great too. You know, I mean, I definitely say people like check them out. They, they're all their recordings are incredible. That's so. awesome. And then uh, Great American Ghost. Now, this is a band, I'm going to be honest, I've seen their name obviously over the years a bunch. I don't think I've ever listened to them, not because not of anything. Just, just have not gotten to it. What is uh, I, I gotta imagine. I mean, they're playing second to to last on this. They're probably got to be pretty big. Yeah. So, um, I mean, they're just like one of those bands that just grinds, right? Yep. Like they just they tour quite a bit and they they put a lot of into their music and they always record with like Will Putney and stuff oh, that's like awesome. that. You know, what I mean, they always pump out really high quality tunes. Oh, like, I, I got to listen to it just based on that. I'm a huge uh, fan of Will's production. So I'll have to listen just based on that. Yeah. I mean, they, they just like, they crush, they, they're like, Ethan's been a really good friend of mine for, I don't know, probably 20 years. He's the lead singer. And how was the um, reaction when they played? Was the, was the crowd just fucking going? Yeah, it was all, aw- it was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. They got it. They got a, you know, a really good stellar reaction. They play the upstairs palladium at least once a year. You know what I mean? Oh, crazy. Uh, on another tour on another like big tour or something. So awesome. All right. Now tell, tell the <laughs> listeners and myself, I, I want to know about barrier dead, man. How was it? Oh, dude, I, I'll tell you Bar- barrier dead. Uh, the energy was just like 
unreal. I'm, I mean, you saw, I'm sure you saw some of the video clips and yep. stuff. Yeah, there, looked, I mean, so it looked it, fucking wild, man. I, I gotta, I gotta admit, it, it was awesome. I, I mean, like, even if you're not a fan of Barrier Dead in general, like, it was just, you know, like middle-aged men, like thirty-plus-year-old guys, just <laughs> literally, Waiting. literally being children again, dude. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, just having the time of their life and just sending their bodies into oblivion and jumping off of things, and you know what I mean? And just, just singing their hearts out man it was great it really was it was awesome and no so what, what was the set list like because i i saw that they were going to have other did they have uh just joe come back on vocals or was there other guys there like tell us a little bit about that yeah so um they had joe uh kruko came and did a bunch of songs a bunch of the old songs right and then they had um the lead singer of Volume. Well, he sings for the band Volumes now. I'm gonna get his name wrong. I'm never gonna remember. <laughs> it's all good. But um, he he did one of the albums in the middle there that was like a little bit more singy and melodic. It wasn't something I was like into. You know, it's like one of those albums that you, uh, an older fan probably right. didn't even realize happened. You know what I'm oh, saying? Oh yeah, like, I know the singers. Right? I think he was like on the last record or whatever. He's he's an incredible singer. Don't get me wrong, and it's not anything against him. It was just like not. Yeah, that was like I, listen. Everybody was taking a chance. You know? uh, the, the distance included. Yeah. everybody was going for it at that at some point. Throw, throwing their dice. You yeah, know? you got to. Especially if you're trying to make a living off of it, you know, you gotta go try to hit a home run once in a while. You know, totally. So, so that was that was your night. Now, so Saturday, I was at Death Threat uh, night two. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go through this one uh, pretty quickly too. Uh, so first up was Montclair. Uh, Nick, you familiar with them at all? Yeah, I believe we played a show or two together. To yeah, be super, super cool band from Connecticut. Really nice kids. Um, I was psyched to see them open that show. I thought this was a really good spot for them. Um, big show for them to open to, which was which was cool. Um, mm. You know, second up was Wisdom and War. Now, I know that you knew about them before. I, I got to admit, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to be honest. I was also not familiar with them, but dude, I fucking left uh, right after their set, just going like, just being like, this band is fucking awesome. So I'm going to try to get them on the, I'm going to try to get, do them uh, an episode. Uh, I'd love to have I'm, them on. I'm going to tell you that I tell everybody when, when, like, when we're playing a show with Wisdom and War or like when Chanel's around, you know, like, even in the studio that day, Matt, Matt and Ethan, Ethan's on our record too from Great American Ghost. So like when they were in the studio and Chanel was there and Chanel was about to do her tracking, I was like, you guys are not prepared. They didn't know what was going to, you know what I mean? Like, oh yeah. And no, I just, she's, she's just so, she, that whole band. No, is I was just, just going to so say awesome. the, the whole you know band, I mean? man, like, like I never, it's, and I don't mean this in like, oh, yo, it's very rare, that, but, 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 but like. I don't usually leave, uh, you know, like after someone's set going like, wow, that band was fucking great. I've seen a lot of bands, you know, like especially newer. I don't know how new they are. I don't, I don't want to uh, say the wrong thing. They're, they're new to me. Um, but, you, you know, like a newer band being like, fuck, that was great. But, yo, they were they were dialed in. Um, uh, I want to shout out to Chanel because she stopped at the store uh, by, by Static Era before the show. Um, and, and we chopped it up and I didn't even know she was in the band or playing, uh, but they were great. I would, 
I would love to do something with them. I'm going to throw that out there. I know that they're signed, so I'm not stepping on any toes, but just going to put it out in the universe that at some point I would, I would love to work with that band. Yeah, um, everyone, everyone should for sure check out Wisdom and War. Yeah, they're on, they, they have a record on Unbeaten Records, so check that out. Um, yeah, I, I have a feeling that you're going to be hearing a lot about them. I'm going to try to get Chanel on here because I think that it'd be cool to have her talk about it uh, and, and turn some of our fans. I think a lot of our fans would, would uh, or, you know, a lot of our listeners would be into that. Absolutely. Um, yo, next up was Combust, who I, who I actually, this is the first time I saw them live. Big fan of theirs uh, on record. Great band. I, yeah, they Great were band. they were fucking awesome. Uh, the one thing I'll say on this night versus the first night was like, I don't know if it's because it was like more of a younger crowd or whatever, but this shit was popping off like every band. So like Montclair had a reaction. Was like it was just it wasn't like saved up. You know what I mean? If yeah, that yeah, makes yeah. sense. Um, it was old versus the new. It was old it was versus, old versus new. new. Yeah. Um, after Combust was Age of Apoc- Age of Apocalypse, who I I've always I've also sung their, love that band. Yeah, yeah. man, I, I've sung their praises uh, a couple times. I want to try to get those guys on an episode too. Um, I thought they were great. Setlist was great. Um, after that was Mind Force. Everybody knows my feelings on Mind Force. One of my my favorite yeah. bands. Uh, shout out to Jay. Um, they fucking they bring it every time. What was cool. Uh, this time around was they did a dismay cover, which I thought was super interesting. Um, and so it got, wild, dude. Yeah, it I got, heard all about it. <laughs> yeah, it got me so excited, man. Just because their Connecticut bands don't even do that, so the fact that they did it and they just pulled it off perfectly was was great. Uh, and then Death Threat uh, doing their their second night with uh, our boys Wes and Tio uh, and and Andre Andreas playing uh, drums. You know what else can I say? Perfect set list again. The energy was crazy. Um, yeah, it was just a really solid weekend, man. It was a, it's a, it's, it's one of those things that it was so perfect that it makes me sad that we're gonna lose the state house soon. You know? Yeah, for sure. Um, and then the last thing, Nick, I want to talk about before we go, I want to just review another show that we just went to, keeping uh, you know, our little recap of of big sort of you know northeast. Uh, there's been a ton of other shows, but but these were kind of ones that we saw on our feed a bunch. Uh, last right. night on Monday, this would have been Monday, March 27th, you and I were both at a show again at State House in New Haven. Um, this was another sold out show. Um, I was so excited for this lineup. It was uh, Tsunami. Uh, oh, we'll start from the bottom. Uh, first up was Paper Cut. Uh, this was their right. first show. Um, so uh, my boy, Sean. Nyland, who also plays bass in the distance and, and he's in wreckage and a bunch of other cool, does a bunch of cool stuff. He was playing with these guys. So I, I had known about them a little bit before and he was like, uh, man, this is like everything you'll love. And I got to admit, he was totally right. The band was great. Did you catch them? I did, you know, and, and they're, they like, uh, they just had very well written songs and I'm like looking forward to seeing like when they get their shit super tight, how like crazy it's going to be. Cause I have a feeling it's going to be like mind blowing. I, I good, agree, man. You know I, I mean? feel like so. I could see them dialing it in as perfectly as Vane does. If that makes sense. Right. Right. Yeah. Like it, I, I know exactly what you're saying. You know what and I'm I, saying? I, like I think, Vane is such a like machine when you go see them live and play. It's just so, yeah, I, I got to see them on Sunday. So, <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. you know, so, you, so it's, yeah. I could definitely see, and I'm not compare like paper cut definitely doesn't sound like Vane or anything. There's, there's a little comparison, but, but the same idea, the same yeah, ideas. I, I, yeah. I, I yeah. could see them dialing that in re- perfectly. 
Um, after them was Kidnapped, which is a great Connecticut power violence band. Uh, Danny, shout out to Danny who fronts them. They were fucking great. Uh, man, I feel like everybody should do a shot when I say the word great because you'll be fucking wasted. <laughs> um, it's just I have. It's just the only word I could think about about how much fun I've had the past. Uh, like you said, Nick, I just feel like so young again and doing all this. You know, the past couple weekends playing and going out to all the shows on a fucking Monday yeah, and this, that yeah, yeah. thing. You know, uh, did you get to catch Kidnapped? I did. I mean, I I. I... I got to see them on – so I went to a bunch of these shows. I went to – I love Last Wishes, which okay. we'll get into. Yeah, but, we're going to get into that. Um, so I caught them on Friday too. Like they played in uh, Hoyoke and like Western Mass on Friday. So I, I caught them then too. And they played great uh, last night as well. So Yeah, super fucking heavy. And his voice is just yeah. insane, dude. It's like, great. It's great. It's like very unique, you know, and just Yeah, he awesome. sounds – it's – it's just so heavy, the vocal, and he, yeah, he makes yeah, it yeah. look so uh, – Danny makes it look so effortless, which is uh, cool. Uh, Restraining Order, unfortunately, had to drop off, but we were replaced by Wreckage, who was right. super comparable. I have sung the praises of Wreckage many times. Again, the set list – their set list was, was solid, and the kids were just fucking eating it up. It's really nice to see a Connecticut uh, – you know, most of the time, Connecticut bands are super heavy. Uh, or more like a mosh oriented thing. It's nice to see yeah. something a little different pop off. Um, they always they always just bring it so tight. They play so well. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you cannot like go without respecting that. Like no matter what, even if you don't like wreckage, they just play like they played perfect last night. I felt like they played just like phenomenally well. Um, I, yeah, I agree, man. They were they were very well. Let, let's talk next about Last Wishes. Who? Um, so I, I got turned on to this band when they put out their release on Days. I, I'm not familiar with them from before, and I and, and I feel bad saying that because I really I feel like I've been missing out, man. They're fucking. They were great. Uh, again, do a yeah. shot. Do a shot right there. You know. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, they're fucking heavy. Like it's it's crazy. Uh, we're at the end of our. Uh, episode i'm tacking on an interview a quick interview i did with those guys um so make sure you stay uh till the end to to listen to that um it just reminded me of like i said that i was like if stillborn was still a label they would have been like a top signing if that makes sense for sure at all for sure um explain last wishes uh nick because i know those are your boys so maybe explain those to our listeners who, know, who might not be familiar with them they're from overseas just give a little bit of background about them please Right, just a UK like you know borderline beatdown hardcore van, man. Like just bringing it. It just with executed the well. Like like yeah, because I don't like want to I don't want to underestimate. I you know some some people might listen to beatdown and go oh, eh. it's yeah, done yeah. very. It's executed like perfect. It's it's a lot more to it than a beatdown record, right? But like it's just mosh, you know, like just heavy parts everywhere. You know what I mean? Like yeah. moshy heavy parts everywhere, and it's it's just. I don't know. I, I fucking love that band. The first time I got to see them was like last year. They played uh, Risk's record release. Yeah, shout uh, out to Risk too. Now, doing their thing. I got. I got to have B. Yeah, uh, killing BG it. On here, Absolutely yeah. killing it. Yeah. So uh, um, that was the first time I I got to actually see them. That and then so I, I try to catch all the shows I could when they were here. So like I said, I how, saw them three how, times. So how were, how were those other weekend. shows? All those other shows looked insane. I mean, I mean, this one was so oh, they awesome. were so awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome for them. I, I, got, I got really psyched. Like I said, I hadn't met them, um, but going to the show last night, I knew I had wanted to grab an interview with them. 
Um, one of the things Yvonne and I had talked about for the Diablos Digest was like just trying to turn on to some of like the other bands that like our listeners might not hear. For about. sure. They, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I had wanted to show those guys some love. So there is a small interview um, after uh, me and Nick talked to you guys. Um, and then Nick, the night ended with Tsunami, who, yo, I got to be honest, I could not wait to see them. I, I made sure, uh, like I said, I got there super early. <laughs> To get parked, yeah, I didn't yeah, want to yeah. miss this shit. Uh, shout out against to my boys, uh, Seventh Circle for for making sure I got in and and all that. Uh, yo, Tsunami was so much fun to watch. The it was like all younger kids just going yeah. insane and having so much fun, and it was like that's what like I don't know, man. I hate that it sounds corny, but it was like it was that's what hardcore shows are like. It was so it was such a good time. They the their music is awesome. Like I've, I've always liked them recorded. So I was dying to see them live. Obviously people have seen like all the viral videos and like whatever. Um, but yeah, I thought they were, they were fucking awesome. What, what did you think? Uh, again, man, like uh, one of those bands that I, I haven't really gotten a chance to see other than Sunday and yesterday. Um, and both sets were just bonkers, right? Like it was just super high energy. And like, like you said, all the young kids just, fully sending their bodies into like yeah. another realm during their set dude i don't know how else to explain yeah, it, it was crazy but they just do whatever dude they just literally do whatever they want this it's whether so it's, it's dude it's so it's so different from the previous shows we just recapped too like the kids right. and 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 i mean this in the best way possible it's like it is so awesome to see that energy where everybody felt comfortable to have a good time and be themselves and just like not give a fuck about stuff it, whereas like in some of the other shows we talked about you're definitely like having to watch yourself maybe a little oh, bit more sure. so you know for what i mean sure. than uh than that so like uh yeah man uh shout out to days and seventh circle for doing a great job on uh on those on that show uh so yo nick uh we're gonna wrap up and i do i just want to thank you so much for helping me out with today's episode helping recap uh, the past couple weekends. Where can our listeners catch up with you uh, or keep up with you, I should say? Uh, give us the Instagram, the band's Instagram. Give your own personal Instagram. Let us know what shows you got coming up. This episode will be out in a day or so, so everything will be pretty current from when you hear this. Uh, cool. Yeah, Nick, I mean, it down. The, the most important thing I, I just want to plug, we're, we're actually playing with Death Threat in Brockton. Uh, oh yeah, gatekeeper. I wanted. I have that. I have gatekeeper that up here. Gatekeeper Jam, dude. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's dude. Like, I got a shout out. Let's let's actually really quick shout out Gatekeeper Jam, Colin for sure, and doing Crushing all that. it out there, dude. Yeah, I Always. mean, he, dude. Shout out to COA. I used to play in Brockton at a place called Club One Two One, way yep. back in the day, and then we used to go out there when it was Tigers Den. I have so much Tigers love for Den, Brockton. Oh. Yeah, I have so much love for Brockton <laughs> and Colin and. uh and the gatekeeper thing they're doing. I, I mean, literally, dude, that they, I feel like the first time I ever heard about Adrian was because they were on a gatekeeper show. Um, yeah, yeah, for so, sure. Yeah, shout out to Colin, uh, who's doing his thing. So yeah, you guys are playing a gatekeeper show with Death Threat in Brockton. I saw that. Yeah, that's April, on, April 14th, yep. So yeah, not the, too far off. No, and the lineup is sick. It's got you guys, Ankle Biter, who's making a lot of noise. Dude, the fucking Connecticut Kings, uh, Pale Horse. Who is, oh, it's, for it's, sure. it's been I'm fun excited. to watch uh yeah it's been awesome to watch them playing again they're playing here friday with sick of it all um yep. back of the neck who everybody remembers from from uh from back then too uh broken vow shout out to them and then, and then death threat so yeah gatekeeper 12 that's on uh 414 in brockton 
Uh, and then what else you got? So where, where can, where can everybody keep up with you, Nick? What's your personal Instagram and then give the, uh, actually, you know what, Nick, before we let you go, one of the interesting things you do, tell us a little bit about your business because that's, that's interesting to me really quick. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm like in this very cool position. I get to do like architectural salvage and antiques. I just get to go in these old buildings and like reclaim, reclaim stuff and, and just hustle, man. It's just, it's like a hustle job for sure. Yeah. Um, I love it, man. I, I'm, I'm in a great seat for it. I, I, along with that, I do like the Brimfield antique show. So it's like this hand in hand fucking one hand feeds the other. Yeah. So yeah. Our, it's our, awesome. Any of our listeners who are into that, make sure they follow Nick. What's your personal, if you, are you, are you cool? Give out your personal, uh, IG. Yeah. People? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. If you can find me, it's just like at Nick X burns X, you know what I mean? Yep. Pretty simple. And, and then, then the uh, band's my- Instagram. Hard Target HC, and uh, th- you can find that everywhere Spotify, Apple, whatever. It's everywhere. Hard Target. Awesome, man. Um, and my business is Mass Obtain. If you guys want to check out some old stuff, that's that's where I'm at. So, hell yeah. So, yo, Nick, thank you once again for, for keeping Yvonne's seat warm and helping me out on uh, this episode, too. Uh, one of the things I, it was really important for me to kind of keep a consistent schedule. Um, and I don't think I could have filled in the time just with me talking. So I appreciate you helping me yeah, uh, move sure. this along, man. Uh, again, shout out to everybody. Shout out to DannyDiabloMerch.com. Shout out to Force5Records.com. Make sure you are going to those sites, uh, supporting uh, Danny and all those those things. He's got a bunch of new projects. Me and him are going to be doing a full uh, Diablo's Den episode coming up. Uh, just waiting to confirm the guest. But we're we're rocking, man. I'm trying to fill in as much, as much uh, gaps for you guys as possible. So once again, thank you to my boy Nick for uh, for doing this with me. Everybody, stay on. Right after this, you're gonna hear a short interview I did with Last Wishes at their show. Super cool band uh, from UK. Uh, really excited to turn you guys on to these. Other than that, uh, stay subscribed to the YouTube, join the mailing list. All that good stuff, and we will talk to you soon. Thank you so much, everybody. Peace. Uh, my name's Sam. My name's Corin. My name's Tommy. Say your name one more time for me. Corin. Corin. Yo, so thank you guys so much for doing uh, Diablo's Digest with us. Uh, really excited you guys have been on tour, so I just wanted to catch up with the band. Um, tell me a little bit about you guys for those who are not familiar, our listeners who are not familiar. Tell us a little bit about uh, Last Wishes. So we're a band from the UK. We started in Ireland in like 2015. And then we, me and, me and Tommy like relocated to Leeds in like 2019. Awesome. Recruited Sam and uh, Adam. And yeah. So here we are at 2023. So you guys are on the road right now. Did you start? How long ago did this tour start? When did you jump on for this? Uh, so we've been doing this for about two weeks. Uh, we started in PA, sort of worked our way out to the Midwest and then back to the East Coast. And we've just got one more show tomorrow in New Jersey. That's awesome. And you guys have been here before. I caught you guys a couple of times. So how have you guys noticed coming over a couple of times? Like the reaction has it grown a bunch? Like, yeah, def- the shows? I definitely feel like coming over so much in like the eight months that we've done it like is benefited us like in a good way because kids just like seem to be going off harder and shit so totally and you guys are on the right label too so got a yeah. shout out days on that yeah. one shout they out got so yeah let's let, let's talk a little bit about that uh what do you guys have out right now you guys have a release on days so tell us a little bit about that uh the release on days is organized hit we uh released it last april was it yeah yeah it was last april we released it and the uh, albums, just, the albums, just about where mostly about where me and Corn are from, which is Belfast in Northern Ireland, and just like growing up there and the sort of 
the sort of climate of like the way people grew up there. That's awesome. So let me ask you guys this, and anybody can answer it. How did you guys get exposed to hardcore being from over there? And what were some of the first bands, whether it was local to your region or bands from the States? Like what were some of those first acts that inspired you guys to start this and get into the hardcore? Um, so I guess I kind of got into like just standard metal um, and then through that I was sort of exposed to like Hatebreed and then Terror and then that sort of channel into yeah. hardcore and then pretty quickly I caught on to like the Ruxham Records scene in the UK so stuff like Knuckle Dust, yeah. uh, Prowler, Bund Em Out, Stamping Ground, yeah, right, Stamping yeah. Ground awesome. um, Nine Bar and then that, that was like my favourite shit basically since then. Um, and I think that's kind of that's quite a big influence on Last Wishes as well. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, is this your guys' first bands, or like have you guys done other bands before this? Is this? It's like me and Tommy's first credible band, but awesome. Sam's done a few before. Uh, yeah, I've been, been in like a few bands, and so is um, Adam, our drummer. So, you know, we've done a few things before, but this is sort of like the main thing that we do now. That's awesome. So it's, it must feel pretty rewarding to be like coming over to the States, watching the yeah, reaction, yeah. especially like playing with Tsunami, yeah, all these sick. bands. It's super sick. Um, so the other thing I wanted to ask you guys was how did you guys get connected with Lumpy and Days? Like, I mean, that's one of the hottest labels. Shout out to, to, to Days. How did you guys get connected with them? Well, originally it was going through the Common Strife Records, Ollie, and then I think he sent like the promo song to Lumpy and he dug it, and then they wanted to like co-release it. Awesome. Um, yeah. And then here we are. Here we are. Yeah. That's awesome, man. So what do you guys have planned next? So you guys uh, new rap, new more new music, or yeah, what's going on more? We're writing. Plans? We're writing new music now. We're gonna do like an EP. <laughs> We're doing an EP okay. and then uh, something else and then uh, and we're just gonna play we're gonna play Northern on Fest next month. Awesome. With, like Mind Force, Gridiron, Age of Apocalypse, bunch of sick UK bonds. That's awesome. Um, and then probably just record in the summer and then go away like to Europe or whatever. Awesome. So yo, uh, most of our listeners are from the East Coast again, like super familiar with like uh, you know, Isaac's uh, stuff, so a little bit older. Um, why don't you guys turn us on to some of the, the newer, younger bands, whether it's from your scene that we might not hear over here, or even just some of the younger bands that you guys have maybe recently played with. I think that's always really cool to put a little shine on. Some yeah, of I think uh, over here, like Fool's Gamer, a band to watch out for. Yeah, I love them. In the UK, be like Nothing But Enemies, uh, Malignant Methods. They're like my favorite two new, new bands. That's awesome. Um, to check them out. Awesome. Well, yo, guys, I really appreciate you taking a couple of minutes. We've been doing these uh, kind of like mini episodes, but we'll definitely have to have you guys back on with Isaac so you can ask him some questions because I'm sure that that would be a trip. Yeah. Uh, where can everybody keep up with you guys? Uh, plug the Instagram. And yeah, the you can follow us at Last Wishes Hardcore on Instagram, and that's our like only social media platform. Okay, awesome. And then hopefully we'll see you guys again in the States. That's we hope so, right. yeah. Okay, awesome. So you guys here here first. Yo, thank you so much to Last Wishes. This will be out soon. Thank you guys again. Peace. Well, hey, friends, my name is Zach Lupiton. You may know me from the band Dust Bowl Revival, but I also host a music discovery podcast called The Show on the Road. For the last five seasons, I've been able to dive deep and have intimate chats with folks like the Lumineers, Andy DeFranco, Wolfpack, Keb Moe, Lake Street Dive, Bela Fleck, and more. So guess what? After 150 conversations with some of my favorite songwriters from around the world, we are bringing brand new episodes to the Osiris Network. New interviews and intimate acoustic performances will be coming at you this summer. And which episodes are coming next, you ask? I am Zach Goody, the lead singer for the band Smash Mouth. Our band is called Milky Chance. We are based in Berlin. My name is David Shaw. I sing and write songs with my band, The Revivalists. Trust me, these conversations go some wild places. So subscribe to the show on the road on Osiris, and we'll see you soon. Okay.